the second letter to the corinthians chapters 10 through 13 from the 20th century new testament this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by j a carter www.authenticlight.org the 20th century new testament by a company of about 20 scholars the second letter to the corinthians chapters 10 through 13 chapter 10 now i paul make a personal appeal to you by the meekness and gentleness of the christ i who in your presence am humble in my bearing toward you but when absent am bold in my language to you i implore you not to drive me to show my boldness when i do come by the confident tone which i expect to have to adopt toward some of you who are expecting to find us influenced in our conduct by earthly motives for though we live an earthly life we do not wage an earthly war the weapons of our warfare are not earthly but under god are powerful enough to pull down strongholds we are engaged in confuting arguments and pulling down every barrier raised against the knowledge of god we are taking captive every hostile thought to bring it into submission to the christ and are fully prepared to punish every act of rebellion when once your submission is complete you look at the outward appearance of things let anyone who is confident that he belongs to Christ reflect for himself again upon the fact that we belong to Christ no less than he does. Even if I boast extravagantly about our authority, which the Lord gave us for building up your faith and not for overthrowing it, still I have no reason to be ashamed. I say this, that it may not seem as if I were trying to overawe you by my letters. For people say, his letters are impressive and vigorous, but his personal appearance is insignificant and is speaking contemptible let such a man be assured of this that our words in our letters show us to be when absent just what our deeds will show us to be when present we have not indeed the audacity to class or compare ourselves with some of those who indulge in self-commendation but when such persons measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves they show a want of wisdom we however will not give way to unlimited boasting but will confine ourselves to the limits of the sphere to which god limited us when he permitted us to come as far as corinth for it is not the case as it would be if we were not in the habit of coming to you that we are exceeding our bounds why we were the very first to reach you with the good news of the christ our boasting therefore is not unlimited nor does it extend to the labors of others but our hope is that as your faith grows our influence among you may be very greatly increased though still confined to our sphere, so that we shall be able to tell the good news in the districts beyond you, without trespassing on the sphere assigned to others, or boasting of what has already been done. Let him who boasts make his boast of the Lord, for it is not the man who commends himself that stands the test, but the man who is commended by the Lord. Chapter 11 I could wish that you would tolerate a little folly in me, but indeed you do tolerate me i am jealous over you with the jealousy of god for i betrothed you to one husband that i might present you to christ a pure bride yet i fear that it may turn out that just as the serpent by his craftiness deceived eve so your minds may have lost the loyalty and purity due from you to the christ for if some newcomer is proclaiming a jesus other than him whom we proclaimed or if you are receiving a spirit different from the spirit which you received or a good news different from that which you welcomed then you are marvelously tolerant i do not regard myself as in any way inferior to the most eminent apostles 
though I am no trained orator, yet I am not without knowledge. Indeed, we made this perfectly clear to you in every way. Perhaps you say that I did wrong in humbling myself that you might be exalted. I mean because I told you God's good news without payment. I robbed other churches by taking pay from them so that I might serve you. And when I was with you and in need, I did not become a burden to any of you, for our brothers on coming from Macedonia supplied my needs. I kept myself and will keep myself from being an expense to you in any way. As surely as I know anything of the truth of Christ, this boast, as far as I am concerned, shall not be stopped in any part of Greece. Why? Because I do not love you? God knows that I do. What I am doing now I shall continue to do, that I may cut away the ground from under those who are wishing for some ground for attacking me, so that as regards the things of which they boast they may appear in their true characters, just as we do. Men of this stamp are false apostles, treacherous workers, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. It is not surprising, therefore, if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. But their end will be in accordance with their actions. I say again, let no one think me a fool. Yet if you do, at least welcome me as you would a fool, that I too may indulge in a little boasting. When I speak thus, I am not speaking as the master would, but as a fool might in boasting so confidently. As so many are boasting of earthly things, I too will boast. For all your cleverness, you tolerate fools willingly enough. You tolerate a man even when he enslaves you, when he plunders you, when he gets you into his power, when he puts on airs of superiority, when he strikes you in the face. I admit to my shame that we have been weak. But whatever the subject on which others are not afraid to boast, though it is foolish to say so, I am not afraid either. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? Though it is madness to talk like this, I am more so than they. I have had more of toil, more of imprisonment. I have been flogged times without number. I have been often at death's door. Five times I received at the hands of the Jews forty lashes all but one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. I have spent a whole day and a night in the deep. My journeys have been many. I have been through dangers from rivers, dangers from robbers, dangers from my own people, dangers from the Gentiles, dangers in towns, dangers in the country, dangers on the sea, dangers among false brothers. I have been through toil and hardship. I have passed many a sleepless night. I have endured hunger and thirst. I have often been without food. I have known cold and nakedness. And not to speak of other things, there is my daily burden of anxiety about all the churches. Who is weak without my being weak? Who is led astray without my burning with indignation? If I must boast, I will boast of things which show my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, He who is forever blessed, knows that I am speaking the truth. When I was in Damascus, the governor under King Aretas had the gates of that city guarded so as to arrest me, but I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall, and so escaped his hands. Chapter 12 I must boast. It is unprofitable, but I will pass to visions and revelations given by the Lord. I know a man, in union with Christ, who fourteen years ago, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know, God knows, was caught up, this man of whom I am speaking, to the third heaven. And I know that this man, whether in the body or separated from the body, I do not know, God knows, 
was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable things of which no human being may tell about such a man i will boast but about myself i will not boast except as regards my weaknesses yet if i choose to boast i shall not be a fool for i shall be speaking no more than the truth but i refrain lest any one should credit me with more than he can see in me or hear from me and because of the marvellous character of the revelations it was for this reason and to prevent my thinking too highly of myself that a thorn was sent to pierce my flesh an instrument of satan to discipline me so that i should not think too highly of myself about this i three times entreated the lord praying that it might leave me but his reply has been my help is enough for you for my strength attains its perfection in the midst of weakness most gladly then will i boast all the more of my weaknesses so that the strength of the christ may overshadow me that is why i delight in weakness ill-treatment hardships persecution and difficulties when born for christ for when i am weak then it is that i am strong i have been playing the fool it is you who drove me to it for it is you who ought to have been commending me although i am nobody in no respect did i prove inferior to the most eminent apostles the marks of the true apostle were exhibited among you in constant endurance as well as by signs by marvels and by miracles in what respect i ask were you treated worse than the other churches unless it was that for my part i refused to become a burden to you forgive me the wrong i thus did you remember this is the third time that i have made every preparation to come to see you and i shall refuse to be a burden to you i want not your money but you it is not the duty of children to put by for their parents but of parents to put by for their children for my part i will most gladly spend and be spent for your welfare can it be that the more intensely i love you the less i am to be loved you will admit that i was not a burden to you but you say that i was crafty and caught you by a trick do you assert that i took advantage of you through any of those whom i have sent to you i urged titus to go and i sent our brother with him did titus take any advantage of you did not we live in the same spirit and tread in the same footsteps have you all this time been fancying that it is to you that we are making our defence no it is in the sight of god and in union with christ that we are speaking and all this dear friends is to build up your characters for i am afraid that perhaps when i come i may find that you are not what i want you to be and on the other hand that you may find that i am what you do not want me to be i am afraid that i may find quarrelling jealousy ill-feeling rivalry slandering backbiting self-assertion and disorder i am afraid lest on my next visit my god may humble me in regard to you and that i may have to mourn over many who have long been sinning and have not repented of the impurity immorality and sensuality in which they have indulged chapter thirteen for the third time i am coming to see you by the word of two or three witnesses each statement shall be established i have said it and i say it again before i come just as if i were with you on my second visit though for the moment absent i say to those who have been long sinning as well as to all others that if i come again i shall spare no one and that will be the proof which you are looking for that the christ speaks through me there is no weakness in his dealings with you no he shows his power among you for though his crucifixion was due to weakness his life is due to the power of god and we also are weak in his weakness but with him we shall live for you through the power of god put yourselves to the proof to see whether you are holding to the faith test yourselves 
Surely you recognize this fact about yourselves, that Jesus Christ is in you, unless indeed you cannot stand the test. But I hope that you will recognize that we can stand the test. We pray, God, that you may do nothing wrong, not that we may be seen to stand the test, but that you may do what is right, even though we may seem not to stand the test. We have no power at all against the truth, but we have power in the service of the truth. We are glad when we are weak, if you are strong. And what we pray for is that you may become perfect. This is my reason for writing, as I am now doing, while I am away from you, so that when I am with you, I may not act harshly in the exercise of the authority which the Lord gave me, and gave me for building up, and not for pulling down. And now, brothers, goodbye. Aim at perfection, take courage, agree together, live in peace. And then God, the source of all love and peace, will be with you. Greet one another with a sacred kiss. All Christ's people here send you their greetings. May the blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion with the Holy Spirit be with you all. End of chapters 10 through 13. End of the second letter to the Corinthians.